Welcome to Library Life, the podcast where we talk about all things library. And some things not. This week, we are going to be talking about librarians in film and TV. In today's episode, Jen and I will be talking about 10 movies and TV shows that feature librarians. We have three questions that we are going to be answering for each one. So we're going to talk about the quality of the librarian, the presence of them in the film or TV show, and our overall enjoyment. Yeah, our general liking of the movie or TV show. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, we will rank them based on basically from best to the worst. This is a really scientific system. It's so scientific. We spent the last few weeks watching movies Mm -hmm. and TV TV shows shows. that feature librarians. And a lot of them are pulled from like the online lists that Mm -hmm. you can find. We just kind of compiled a list of our own for ones that we were interested in watching. So to start the whole process off, we watched a movie, a documentary actually. It was called The Hollywood Librarian. I came across it when I was doing a little bit of research for this episode there's a little bit of a disconnect between yes, how, a little the, confused. <laughs> yeah, how the movie was marketed and um, what actually was in the movie. Yes. Because we thought that it would be a really good foundation to do this episode that we should watch mm-hmm. this movie that would examine how librarians mm. are portrayed in... In Hollywood. In Hollywood, exactly. Since the it title says. of it is The Hollywood Librarian. Yeah, but then when we got watching it, it was mostly about like the value of public libraries, but then they were like interspersed with clips from movies. Yeah. We picked up actually a few movies from the documentary and added them to our list. Mm-hmm. But it was like. Yeah, it was focused more on like actual real librarians and their like struggles in the library world. Yeah, so that like was interesting, especially when they got into the stories about the particular libraries. Mm-hmm. But it was a little disappointing that there wasn't really any analysis of the film clips. Yeah. They were just kind of thrown in there. We had hoped to use that as, like, the building block for this episode, but it didn't. But it didn't work out that way. <laughs> Not exactly. But it was useful to, like, give us some ideas for mm-hmm. films we should watch. And it was, like, interesting for us. As... Yeah. The first half was a little bit slow, but yes. <laughs> it picks up at the end when uh, they start talking about library stories. Yeah. And they, like, look at, like, a prison library, and then they look at a library that had to raise money so it wouldn't close. Mm-hmm. But... The beginning feels really... I remember saying to Shana, oh no. Because <laughs> it looked like those documentaries that you watch in high school history class. Yeah. That are like put out by, you know, PBS or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it got better. So that was kind of our unofficial first film, if you want to call it a film. I don't know. Do you call film documentaries films? I don't know. I feel like you just call them documentaries. Probably. But anyways, that's that was... Our, our high hopes for that were a little dashed. Yes. So that was... Not, a little discouraging. I know. The first one. start of uh, our little viewing journey was this kind of not great documentary. But anyways, moving forward. Yes. The first movie that we watched was The Mummy. What are you doing here? Oh, look, I, I may not be an explorer... Or, or an adventurer, or a treasure seeker, or a gunfighter, Mr. O'Connell. But I am proud of what I am. And what is that? I am a librarian. In The Mummy, the librarian featured, uh, her name is Evelyn O'Connell. This movie is kind of... 
set is it's kind of historical, but more fantasy. <laughs> Not <laughs> very accurate. Yeah. Uh, so Evelyn works at the the library. I think she's in there in Egypt. Yeah, she seems like new-ish to the profession. Uh-huh. Basically, the movie is about finding this... They have to find this mummy treasure. Yeah. So she teams up with this, like, adventurer sure. dude. Mm-hmm. And they go looking for this mummy treasure. Why did she even go with him? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think she has some, like, jewel or something. There's that something she that she, like, is interested for, like, an academic reason. Yes. Okay, so our first Funny. thing we wanted to talk about was the quality of the librarian. Yep. How did you feel about Evelyn? <sighs> I mean, she's smart, which is good, like, which is a plus. But I feel like she's very, like... She's smart, but she's kind of ditzy. Dumb, yeah. And dumb, yeah. <laughs> like, I felt like... I don't know. I, I was not taken with Evelyn. No, she. it just felt very two-dimensional, like... The whole movie's a little two-dimensional. <laughs> Because it's like kind of like horror-y, but like I didn't find it that scary. It's more, of, it's like a thrillery kind of. Yeah. yeah, she. It feels like she's very much a damsel in distress. Yeah, a lot of saving. Mm-hmm. She like bumbles into stuff and like. Oh uh, yeah, like klutzy librarian type. Yeah. Stereotype. I like admire that she was smart and she was always like the smartest person in the room. Yeah. But somehow they still made her seem like really dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the classic kind of like I'm book smarts, but I'm street smart, stupid. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I could maybe pass on Evelyn. Yeah. All right. The next one is how present was she in the film? I would say she's very present, considering she's one of the main characters. So uh-huh. She's there throughout the whole movie, although her role as a librarian like isn't. Yeah. There well, the it's movie. the first scene. That kind of endears you to her is when she like knocks over all the bookshelves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Because I'm like, I funny. think we've all like had a moment where you like bump into a shelf and you feel like wobble a little yeah. bit. And you're like, oh no! <laughs> so that was funny. Mm-hmm. But, but it was more like to me, it was more like she wanted to be an archivist. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. like an archaeologist. Like the librarian was kind of just like, oh well, this is a title we can. Yeah, we can just tack on. There, there's only one scene in the library, and yeah. I mean, her role as a librarian is, is... She's more like a scholar. Yeah, I would definitely say more of a scholar. Yeah. So, our overall enjoyment of the movie... <laughs> I think we should start with this question. Would you watch it again? Watch it again. I mean... This well, I, I should also say that for most of the stuff, we were watching it for the first time. Yeah. I have seen The Mummy previously, though. Oh, have like, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a couple of years ago. So, I mean, I did watch it again. But it's not one of those movies that I'm like, oh, it's movie night. Which movie do I want to watch? The Mummy. That's not happening. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those, once you see it once, I feel like you... It has, like, a big cult following, which I don't really understand. Because I don't think it's that good, but I don't think it's bad enough that it's like, oh, this is so bad, I want to laugh at it. Yeah. And also, it was... Yeah, how long was it? It felt It felt long, long. yeah. (laughs) But I also feel like it didn't age well. Because this was made in, like, the late 90s. And it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth in terms of, like, all the colonial over themes. Over themes, I don't know what I'm looking for. Overtures. Overtures. Because, like, the opening scene with the... Is it the... I think it might be the very first scene is when they're having this big fight between, like... Like, this big gunfight. Oh, right. Between, like, the... The natives and the... And the British soldiers. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. It just kind of, like... But, I mean, at the same time, it was, like, what was happening in that part of history. Yeah, but this movie But at the same time, It just left a bad taste in my mouth where it was like, oh, these, like... British adventurers come in and 
they're finding this treasure. I don't know. I maybe it's just like my degree speaking, but I just you just see it too much in like with these stupid archaeologists. I've heard profs rant and rant about them <laughs> who like ruin the history of it because they just go in like as treasure hunters, which is what these people are in the movie. Yeah. So I guess that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, but overall, I it mean, was overall like, it was like a it wasn't it was terrible. A, it wasn't but terrible. I wouldn't watch it again. No. Some of the mummy stuff is a little overblown. <laughs> So. Uh, those effects though <laughs> yeah I know our next movie is Matilda when she finished all the children's books she started wandering around in search of something else Mrs. Phelps who had been watching her with fascination for the past few weeks offered Matilda some valuable library information you know you could have your very own library card and then you could take books home and you wouldn't have to So Matilda, we got from one of the online lists, and essentially Matilda, it's based on a Roald Dahl book, mm-hmm. and she's a little girl who gets mind powers and can move things yes. in her mind, and there's like, she has to go to school, and there's this evil teacher. And her like family is like awful to her, and like just awful in general. Yeah. And then, um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, she gets to live with one of the nice teachers. Yes. But I hadn't seen this movie as a kid, which a lot of my friends were like, you never saw that? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a movie that we would have seen, though, which is why it's I know, which is why it was weird. But we hadn't seen it. So on all the lists, it's listed on pretty much every online list about librarians and film and TV. But the part with the librarian is very small because it's It's the idea that Matilda goes to the library and that's how she learns to be really smart, like reading and stuff. Yes. And the librarian is the one that, like, opens the door. Yeah. To the world of books. And so, it's her library card. And the librarian's name is Mrs. Phelps. So yeah. the quality of this librarian, what would you say, Shana? I mean, I feel like she's the very stereotypical older... Old. Old. <laughs> it's just that older. Old. She's old, you know, behind a desk. But at the same time, she does have that, like, that makes her real is the fact that she does care care for matilda is the right word she like like, she knows what matilda needs and invests in her she has compassion it's like like, typical like what you want to see in a library yes but honestly we were a little bit like wait is that it because Mm -hmm. it was like the first in the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes of the movie yeah and then, she like, helps her find books, and then she encourages her to get a library card and take books yeah. home. And then there's that montage scene where she, like, with her red wagon where Matilda goes back and forth to the library with different books in her wagon. Yeah. And that that's it. Like, she never goes back to the library. Yeah. So, so that kind of segues us right into presence in the film. This is, like, minimal. Yes. Very minimal. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, though, because she plays a big foundational role in the story, like in yeah. building up Matilda's knowledge and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in terms of actual presence, not. Very small. Yeah. So our overall enjoyment of the movie is the next category we want to talk about for Matilda. Um, I enjoyed this movie a lot, actually. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Like... I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about the- We have a few kids' movies on our list. Mm-hmm. But I was like, uh, I don't know... If I'm going to like you watching these kids' movies. But Matilda was really fun. It was very fun. Had a good villain. Had a good, like... <laughs> it was very ruled all. Yes, it was. Which is 
I mean, he wrote it, so duh. <laughs> but I really liked it a lot. I enjoyed it as well. It was kind of fun to see, like, the 90s. Yeah, it kind of, like, reminded, like, me that they don't really make kids' movies like that anymore. Yeah. And it, it was fun. The music was good. Mm-hmm. And it, I hardly watch any movies twice. Yeah. But if I was with babysitting kids or something, I'd be like, oh, let's watch Matilda. Yeah. I think Matilda did age well. I think it did as well. Because so, Matilda well, was also made in the 90s, right? Yeah, and 90s. I think it helps that it's based off of a book that's still pretty popular. Yeah, and the girl who played Matilda was really good. Mm-hmm. So that's Matilda. It's Matilda. The next one we're talking about is our first TV show, The Librarians. Each librarian has a guardian. Someone who's trained in combat, tactics, survival, sort of the brawn to the librarian's brain. No, no, much more than that. Sort of the uh, common sense to their head in the class. Did we see a lot of threatening situations in the bookshelves upstairs? Well, the Metropolitan Library upstairs. That's just the entrance to the real library downstairs where we keep all the artifacts and magic too dangerous to be left out in the world. There's no such thing as... first heard about the librarians from working at the library no kidding <laughs> i know it and it came across my desk when i was uh shopping av and i was like what is this there is a tv show about the librarians and i didn't really know anything about it i hadn't watched any of the preview like trailers or like the made for tv movies that i think it's based off of mm-hmm. but yeah so i just signed it out and it's definitely not what i was expecting how um, long ago was that i don't know well you were shelving so long time ago yeah well, I hadn't seen it before. I had heard about it, like, around when it first came out. But I remember being disappointed that it wasn't about a public library. Yeah. But then when we were doing this, I thought, oh, it's, now's the time to watch it. Mm-hmm. I guess we should tell everyone what it's actually about. Oh, yeah. Just I guess we should. It. <laughs> uh, so it's basically, there's this mythical library. Not really mythical, but this... It's like a secret library. It's a secret library that held, instead of books it has items basically it has books in it doesn't it yeah but a lot of i think a lot of the show is based on like items that have magic okay it's like a magical library yeah. and the one librarian is kind of like the caretaker Take of our, it yeah the guardian of it all and, and they have to protect it all and also acquire new items yes it's um, about safeguarding it mm-hmm, for sure so i only watched the pilot i know you watched a lot more like yeah. when it first came out but it's the idea that he has to have someone who takes care of him. him. Is that the guardian? Really? Yes, I think so. That's so that's the guardian and he's the librarian. Yeah. The guardian turns out to be this lady who is in... Who's like a... She's, she's like a, a soldier. Some kind of military type yeah. job. So she comes to like be his protector mm-hmm. when he's on his missions. The librarian in this, his name is Flynn Carson. Carson. Yeah. So the quality of this librarian, I would say... Like, again, this to me doesn't feel like a librarian. This feels to me more like an archivist. Or yeah, same. like an archaeologist, similar to the mummy, right? Yeah, because it's not... But at the same time, I don't know. We don't have a lot of experience with special libraries, so maybe that's how a special library works. Yeah, but... But at the same time, not really. I was like, mm, I guess I just have, like, um inclination towards public libraries. Yeah. So it was a little like, mm, okay. It Actually, what I thought it really reminded me of is kind of like a Doctor Who knockoff. Yeah, a little bit, actually. Did you get Doctor Who vibes from it? I did get a little bit of Doctor Who vibes from it. Like, this idea that we're like, oh, we're adventuring, you know, through time and space mm-hmm. to do stuff. It was 
definitely more focused on the adventures. Yes. Also, I felt like some of the... Oh, we're getting light. We're supposed to be on our, like, topics. <laughs> so the quality of librarian... I think Flynn is an interesting character, and I think it was yeah. neat that they established the fact that the previous librarian trained him. Yes. So there was more... A little bit more character depth in Flynn. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like they just used... Like, they're like, ooh, what sounds cool? The librarian. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really, like, seem like he cares about books or no. cataloging or any kind of classic librarian thing. Yeah. I don't know. He was fine, though. Mm-hmm. Just, like, average. And obviously the presence in the film and TV show, he's the he, main character. He's the main character. But the library itself, I don't know how. It, it was there. It was a setting. Yeah. But it was more like they're going out to do stuff. It yes. wasn't like the whole thing was set within the library. And then their overall enjoyment. What do you think? Well, basically, since this is my second time watching the pilot, I thought it was okay. Like, the acting was, like, kind of... It felt a little hokey to me. Yeah, it was definitely one of those, like, sci-fi shows. It feels low budget. Yeah. Like, I remember when it first opened and they were doing, like, the fighting scene, I was like, this feels... Like, I don't... I'm not... I haven't bought into it. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those shows that... You might find some enjoyment out of it. Then you watch another show that's similar, and that's much better made, and you're like, yeah. Well, I think also we're spoiled, right? Because yes, I'm we are. used to like excellent cinematography and like mm-hmm. really deep storylines and like really nice, gritty characters. So when you see something that's a little bit more campy like this, and yeah. it's not like like Doctor Who is campy, but it embraces the camp. Yes. Whereas this, it really did feel to me like a knockoff Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Like same kind of idea. But just not delivering the camp as much. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. It was, you know, so so. I mean, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I but like for me, I had no desire to watch the rest of the season after we watched the pilot. Yeah, me either. Okay, the next movie we watched was Desk Set with Catherine Hepburn. Yes. Bloody, I thought you'd never get back. Do you know what that Richard Sumner's doing? Yeah, he's up on the roof feeding the pigeons. No. Do you know what he's doing here? What? He's trying to replace us all with a mechanical brain. He's under special assignment to his eye to see if Emmerich can be adapted to this department. That means the end of us all. Peg, Peg, calm down. No machine can do our job. That's what they said in payroll. Did he design the machine in payroll? Yes. And as soon as it was installed, half the department disappeared. Well, the machine in payroll is just a calculator. They can't build a machine to do our job. There are too many cross-references in this place. I'd match my memory against any machines any day and yours. Desk set stars the librarian, Bunny Watson, played by Catherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. And they're a library in a broadcasting company. Yes. They're they, a reference library. A reference library in a broadcast broadcasting company. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Sumner, who is the mysterious stranger, comes in to assess them. Yeah. And they don't know why he's assessing them or who he is. Mm-hmm. So they're all afraid for their job. Yeah. Well, because they find out he's like an efficiency expert. Yeah. So they all think that he's there to basically evaluate to see if they're if it's worth the company having a library yeah so that's the whole movie and chaos ensues it's actually it was quite good and Catherine hepburn is like i mean amazing yes, i know right so in terms of quality of the librarian so buddy watson Catherine hepburn's character is our main librarian but then there's also the two others that she works with there's three or oh, three sorry yeah. uh, i can't remember all her names but I know Peggy was one of them. Yeah, Peggy is her friend. And then yeah. there was two, like, they look more, I would call them 
clerks, I guess. Library clerks. I don't know. It, but this was like more full on library. And like oh, a, yeah. most of the movie is set in their in, little library. In their little library. We will speak to Buddy Watson <laughs> yes. in terms of our quality of librarian. She was great. Yeah, I think that, yeah, she, they portrayed a librarian very accurately. Like, she knew her stuff, knew how to locate information. She had, like, that knowledge, like, the knowledge. Yes. And the way she talked about things, it was actual library stuff. Yes. So she would be, like, looking stuff up for people. Also just a really likable character. Mm-hmm. Like, really smart. Yes. She wasn't stupid, like, where Evelyn was smart, but also dumb. Yeah. She seemed, like, street smart and mm-hmm. smart smart. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed her. And, like, Catherine Hepburn just plays her so well. Yes, she does. That was really good. And, like, we were talking about before, in terms of the presence in the film, that's the whole film. It is the whole film. And even though this movie was made in the 60s, it felt very... Relevant. Relevant. And, like... <laughs> accurate to some of the stuff like when they yeah. did the scene where they were answering the phone <laughs> and she's like reference miss watson yeah and they were all answering all the little dumb questions i was like oh my goodness i literally did this yesterday at work yeah and i think also like they, they find out that mr sumner has this machine that can basically they a think, computer yeah, it's a computer that can they think will get rid of their jobs because they will do their jobs for them and i'm like yeah oh man that is so like <laughs> i know that relevant is, to uh, that's super Sunday relevant world. like with the internet and stuff mm-hmm. and it's just like how they handled it and like their fears and i was like yeah this definitely stands I can the see test the, of time <laughs> i can see that playing out i mean like there's some stuff that is stated in it but in mm-hmm. terms of the main story mm-hmm. it was really quite quite good I guess we can just get into our overall enjoyment. I think you yeah. can tell that we... We really liked this one. <laughs> this was really fun. It was. And it was funny. Mm-hmm. And it was just really good nostalgic. Oh, yeah. And, like, the ending was really good. Mm-hmm. I-, I thought this was really, really good. Like, I would watch this again. Oh, yeah, same. So this was actually recommended by one of my coworkers. And I mean, it was on all the lists as well. Mm-hmm. But, so Penny, if you're listening, thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> It was yeah. just really good. And, like, it felt... It was the first one that we watched where I related to the librarian in it. Yeah, same. For sure. And it was also the first one we watched where it was, like, actually t- took place in a library. Mm-hmm. And most of the characters were librarians. Yeah. So, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Really would recommend that one. Yes. The next one we watched is a TV show. Parks and Recreation. I'm Leslie Nope. I called a little while ago. You have a lot of nerve showing your face here. Excuse me? You have overdue book fees totaling $3, Missy. That is so typical. I should have known you'd use a low blow, dirty pool BS move like that. That's why everybody hates the library. Here, you know what? Here's your $3. Leslie, and I'll no. see you in hell. Leslie, 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 I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. I mean, you did have $3 worth of fines, but I cleared them. We government gals have to watch each other's backs, right? So the librarian in this one is a very small role. So for the, I guess I should describe what the... Parks and Rec, if you don't know already. Yeah, so Parks and Rec is a comedy. I really like it. (laughs) I do recommend you watch it. But there's not a huge library presence in it. So in this one, it takes place in the Parks and Recreational Department of a local government. And in fact... This is a little bit different than their other ones because most of the characters hate libraries and hate librarians. <laughs> it is a comedy, 
And the couple episodes that we watched that pertain to the library, the librarian's name is Tammy. Tammy 2. Tammy 2, who is Ron Swanson's, one of the main characters, his ex-wife. So I hadn't watched any of this show. <laughs> I only watched the episodes with the Tammy 2 yeah. for this podcast episode. It was interesting. <laughs> and I think maybe I would have appreciated it differently if I had watched it before. Yeah. But let's go right in and talk about the quality of, of the librarian. librarian. Tammy too. Tammy too. I feel like she's definitely the most unique of all the librarians yes, we watched. that's a good word for it. And also one of the most, like, I want to say like very stereotypical. Really? No. Because I, I don't find her stereotypical at all. Yeah, I guess not really. That's but not what really do you mean? Like, why would you say that? Well, she's kind of like the sexy librarian. Yeah, but I feel like the sexy librarian stereotype is more that they're like, oh, we're so meek and demure. Oh, yeah, I guess you're And like, right. I gotta take my glasses off and like flip my hair around <laughs> and you're gonna be like enchanted with me. That's what I think the sexy librarian stereotype okay. is. She's just like outward sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a very much of just like an awful person. Yeah. I did appreciate, though, that, like, it wasn't just, like, the meek, mild librarian. I do find her a lot. I Like, I find the humor in that show just all over the top. (laughs) I think it's great and hilarious, but I guess it's not everyone's. Well, I'm not really a big into sitcoms. No, you're really not. It took me a long time. We've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It took me a long time to get into that. But I do like that she was, like, a power player in it. Yes. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm the librarian. Mm-hmm. But she, you're right. She was kind of an awful person. <laughs> and that's like the whole point of her yeah. character is that she's an awful person. Yeah. So it was just, it was just interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my overall impression of her was, wow. Yes. It's just a, a lot going on. And I saw that it was like super overblown for the yeah. comedy. But I did think it was an interesting perspective. And I appreciated that she was, like, a strong female character. Oh, yes. Even if she's, like, evil in the show. Yep. (laughs) Overall enjoyment. I think we've kind of touched on it. Shayna really likes it. Yes. I wasn't sold from the episodes I watched. (laughs) But, I don't know, maybe when we're done Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'll give it a try. But probably I won't. (laughs) I was gonna say, really? (laughs) Okay. Okay. The next movie we watched was Party Girl. I guess you didn't know we have a system for putting books away here. No, I'm curious. You were just randomly putting that book on the shelf. Is that it? You've just given us a great idea. I mean, why are we wasting our time with the Dewey Decimal System when your system is so much easier, much easier? We'll just put the books anywhere. Hear that, everybody? Our friend here has given us a great idea. We'll just put the books any place we choose. We don't care, right? Isn't that right? We haven't taken a break all morning. So Party Girl was one of the movies that we found out about by watching that original Mm -hmm. documentary. Hollywood Librarian. And I think this movie also came out in 95. Definitely like early 90s, I think. Yeah, I think it was 95 because I remember reading on the Wikipedia page that apparently it was the first movie to premiere on the internet. No. Which is interesting. It is very interesting. Fun fact. So the premise of this movie is set in New York, and the main character, Mary, she's a party girl, obviously. (laughs) So she kind of wastes away her money and spends her nights partying. Mm -hmm. And why does she have to get a job? What happens? Oh, she gets arrested, doesn't she, for, like, possession or something? And then 
She calls on her oh, godmother. Right. So her godmother is Judy, mm-hmm. who's a librarian. And Judy comes and bails her out. And as part of the bail, to pay back the bail money, she has to work in the library. library. So there's kind of two librarians here, Mary mm-hmm. and Judy. Judy. Let's talk about Mary first. What did you think okay. of Mary? I like, thought she was a very interesting, like, fun character. Uh-huh. I mean, she had a lot of issues and a lot of stuff, like, going on in her life. But then... Like, I thought it was interesting seeing someone who knows nothing about the library go in and, like, start working in the library and Mm -hmm. how she, like, I don't know, came to love it and how she, like, went about it. Yeah. I liked Mary, too. I wish we would have got more of her backstory. Yeah. Because, like, you could tell there was some depth there. Because, like, they talk about her mother a lot, Mm -hmm. but they don't ever really discuss what happened. Just that she's dead. But I liked seeing her transformation from being, yes. like, the she's still a party girl in the end, mm-hmm. but she becomes more serious and gets into the library. Yes, and then wants to become a librarian. I think she's very endearing. Yes. Like, you can kind of tell that she's a little bit lost in her partying, and she's looking for something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. I just, like, think the scene where she stays at the library all night and, like, learns how to be a good librarian yeah. is so funny. And then when she goes home and organizes the records for her <laughs> yes. roommate, like, according to, like, the Dewey system, yeah. I think that's so funny. Mm-hmm. So there were lots of, like, good humor moments here. But before we get too far into it, what do you think of Judy, the other librarian? I like her. I Like, I can definitely pictures some of like my like past like co-workers being like yeah like her i felt like she is i feel like her outfits were very librarian, librarian. oh my goodness so library <laughs> although did you feel like that sometimes she was a little bit unhinged like i wanted more about why she was like i wanted more about her relationship with mary's mom i think that was my big thing i yeah. wanted more of the backstory i felt that she was just one of those or like very close to being like burned out yeah. And she did like, have... just like, doesn't care anymore. And yeah. She's just phoning it in for... But at the same time, she's though, not. No, because she had those really good speeches about, like, what a library yeah. is. She kind of, like, gives it straight to Mary, which I liked. Like, if mm-hmm. you kind of needed a character in that movie who just said, look, you need to smarten up. And this yes. is important. This library is important. So I thought she had some good, like, speeches in the film about mm-hmm. libraries. In terms of presence in the film... It's pretty present. Oh, yeah. Because they are at the library a lot. That's the whole movie is based off of. They're either in the library or in the club. Mm -hmm. Or her apartment. You know, it wasn't just like a token Mm -hmm. thing. But in terms of overall enjoyment of the movie, I will say there was a lot of like club scenes where I was like, I get it. They like to party. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely one of those like weird, like, yeah, art house indie kind of. Definitely not mainstream. But once you kind of, like, realize that's what the movie was, I I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, it was really quirky. Very quirky. The 90s fashion was oh, funny. So strong in that movie. Yeah. I think it was really satisfying to see her kind of mm-hmm. arc and how she, like, finds herself. Yes. I really liked that. And that. The scene where she's at the desk and the customer is just, like, oh, putting yeah. a book on the shelf and she, like, blows off the that and he's, oh, so funny. And I was like, oh, sometimes I wish I could say that to, I know. to a customer. Yeah. You've already heard it by this point in the podcast, the clip of that. Yeah. Like, like I said, some of the party scenes, I was like, eh. yeah, But the stuff in the library was really good. The redemption arc was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I feel too. like I've got what I need to get out of that movie. I probably won't watch it again. No. But... 
it was super fun if you're interested in library movies. Yeah. It was just odd. It was very odd. In a good way, though. The next movie we watched was The Page Master. Welcome to the library, young man. Don't tell me. You're here for a special book. Stop, stop, stop. Allow me to guess. I have a talent for guessing what people need. You're in need of a fantasy. So the page master is um guess it's a kids movie. Oh yes. yeah. It's, it's definitely a kids movie. It's like definitely one of those like early thousand No, I no, think it was like nineties. Oh, I guess. We watched a lot 90s. of like nineties movies for this. There's not like a whole bunch of newer library. No, there really isn't. So yes, the movie is about this boy who is like scared of everything mm-hmm. and he's very smart and has all these st- stats about like safety hazards and yeah. all this stuff. And then he basically goes to the store to buy some nails for his dad and then there's a storm and he takes refuge in the library. And then this movie takes a weird turn where it then becomes animated. Yeah, it's because <laughs> there's got to be another movie. I'm, I know I've seen movies where they do that where it goes from like live action to animated. But basically, he passes out in the library, yeah. and then the books books come to life, life. and he goes through adventures to in get like to the, the animated exit of the library. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. It was fun. But before he goes into the animated world, he has a conversation with the librarian whose name is Mr. Dewey. Dewey, and he kind of introduces him to a library and says, "Oh, I think I know what books you want," and gives him a library card. Mm-hmm. So I think that transition as well into the presence in the film because mr dewey the librarian yes. he's in there for a little bit yeah and then in the animated world he's like the wizard mm-hmm. but even with between live action and animated his presence is very minimal very minimal like the library itself plays a bigger role yeah. in this movie than oh for sure well and it's kind of fun because they play into a lot of like how libraries set up because like the books he finds are like genre books mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he finds adventure and fantasy, fantasy and horror and i think he finds yeah it's the three and then they go on adventures but the adventures are taken from the books yeah which is really fun it was kind of fun to watch it and be like oh that's from moby dick or that's from whatever yeah you know that's from Treasure Treasure Island. Island. yeah so that was fun it yeah. feels like kind of like you have some in knowledge even though it's like basic stories that most people know mm-hmm that was really fun. And, like, again, this is a movie we hadn't watched as kids. Yeah. We never watched it. But it it was a kids movie, but it didn't feel... Like, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I did too. So, and I mean, it was only an hour and a half long. Yes, it was short. But it was good. And it was, like, kind of... It felt good to see him face his fears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also think... Oh, what's the kid's name who plays him? He was in Home Alone. Oh. Why the name escapes me? Oh, dang it. What's that kid's name? Macaulay or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyways, he's just such an endearing actor, I think. Yeah. Like, child actor. I don't know. There's just something so lovable about him. Yes. And it was just so satisfying when he, like, defeats the dragon at the end, and he goes home, mm-hmm. and he's, like, in the treehouse. He's house. not scared anymore. And he's yeah. In... Yeah. And I mean, like, I also kind of got into, like, when the books got, when he loses some of the oh, books. Oh, yeah. It was, like, sad. actually sad. And some of the stuff that they were saying Mm -hmm. were like, aw. Yeah. (laughs) So that was really enjoyable. Mm Mm-hmm. The next show that we watched was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy. Love Buffy. Right. This is me having fun. Watching cloud hair prance about is hardly my idea of a party. 
much rather be at home with a cup of bovram and a good book. You need a personality stat. Buffy is a TV show also from the 90s and early thousands. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's definitely a fantasy show. The main character, Buffy, is vampire a vampire hunter. slayer. Slayer, sorry. Yeah, so the whole premise of the show is that there's only one vampire slayer. She has, like, superhuman abilities. She's, like, stronger than most humans. And if you don't know what does. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is by now, then you look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Not that complicated. <laughs> um, Josh Sweden is the one that created it. So mm-hmm. it's definitely, like, a... It's got a huge cult following. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's kind of like a high school drama with mixed with, like, vampire slaying action. <laughs> yeah. So the librarian in Buffy is Giles. Mm-hmm. And we just watched the pilot. Shana, had, have you watched all of it? Yeah, I've seen it all. I have only seen the pilot. I'm the weak link in the yes. TV, <laughs> the TV reviews. He's good. Mm-hmm. He seems like, he also seems similar to um, the mentor type yes. figure. Well, because his whole role is that he's supposed to like guide the Slayer and like assist her and yeah. basically, yeah, be a mentor. So I liked him. I think he was mm-hmm. likable. I really like him as a character. I don't know. I don't think there's that much to say about him, though. He yeah. was good. He was fine. Not a whole lot of, like, library stuff. Like, he gives her a book. Yeah, but if you watch more of the show, like... Does he do more research and stuff? Yeah, and a lot of it takes place in the school library. Okay. So... So it is. it does have more presence. Oh, yeah, for sure. He def- He's one of the main characters, so... And he's definitely more of a traditional, stereotypical librarian, I guess. Okay. So I thought he was he was good. And he did have a pretty good presence in the yes. TV show. So and like you said, he's the main character. So overall enjoyment of it, I thought it was good. It's fun, it's campy. It's fun. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about Buffy. I think I would watch it, but I'm not like I don't want to watch that, but I just have so many other things I'd rather watch more. I enjoyed Buffy when I I also think it. that just because we're spoiled with such good quality TV, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, because uh, I don't really like things that are one and done. And does Buffy have like No, arts? Buffy has a lot of arts. Uh, They're not okay. one and done. Okay, <laughs> basking. <laughs> Anyways, so I might get to Buffy at some point. Yeah, I think it's a great show. It's fun. It's definitely like a show of its time. I don't know what yeah. if it would. Like, I think if they redid Buffy today, it would be amazing. Like, they could do some really cool stuff with it. But at the same time, I'm like, we're going to ruin it. Well, it might. <laughs> Who knows? They don't need to do a Buffy remake. We're not going to put that no. out in the world. <laughs> the next one we watch is also a TV show, which is a East End. What can I say? Ever since you turned me down. Turned you down? What are you talking about? Yeah, about a year ago. I came into the library. You helped me pick out a detective novel. I asked you to have dinner with me, and you laughed in my face. I thought you were kidding. Why would I have been kidding about that? So The Witches of East End is based on a book series. Uh-huh. And Melissa De La Cruz. The idea that these girls are our family, I guess. Yes. Two daughters and a mother, and mm-hmm. the aunt are witches, and the daughters don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. And it's all about them learning about their magic. And they each have a curse. Oh, they each have a curse. Okay. So I just watched the pilot. Yeah. And then one of the sisters, her name is Ingrid. She's a librarian in that. I don't know. How did you feel about Ingrid? You've watched more of it, right? Yeah. Uh, I like her. I think that she's very much 
one of the more likable characters. In that show? In that show. Yeah, I found the other sister, I didn't really care for her. She's definitely more grounded and more... Yeah. Very, like, critical, very, like... Logical. Logical, I guess is a better word for rational about everything. Yeah, I really enjoyed her, her character. I appreciated that they had scenes in the library. Mm-hmm. She was good, because she was level-headed, and I think she was very endearing. Yes. Like, the whole scene... I've played a clip of it at the beginning of this section. Mm-hmm. But the scene where she's uh, with the detective, where she's like, oh, you were asking me out? I think that's <laughs> endearing. Like, she yeah. played that off as a very endearing role. Mm-hmm. So I liked her. And the way she interacted with the other library staff was endearing. Like, she seemed yeah. to care about them. Mm-hmm, for sure. So what did you think about her presence in it? Like, the library was featured a number of times in the, sh- the pilot. Yeah, so she's definitely, she is a main character. But I feel like... The fact that she's a librarian kind of takes a backseat back to the fact, that, to she's the fact that she's a witch. And it's more focused on her, like, discovering what her course is, what her powers are. Her powers are. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just, like, a small, like, facet of her mm-hmm. character. And then overall enjoyment? I thought it was, like, it's a fun, like, soapy witches kind yeah. of show. Yeah, it's soapy. I liked it enough mm-hmm. that I wanted to watch the next episode. Just to find out what happened. But then about halfway through, I was kind of like, I'm done yeah. with this. And uh, halfway through the second episode, I should say. Mm-hmm. I Some of that witchy stuff creeps me out. I know it does. <laughs> Not really into that type yeah. of fantasy show. So I can't really see myself getting super into it. Like, I like fantasy. But when it feels a little too dark and too real, yeah. I don't like it. It creeps me out. But, I mean, all the characters were fine. Didn't like the other sister. Mm-hmm. The mother I liked, and the aunt was interesting. So I don't think it was bad. It reminded me a little bit of Rules of Magic. I read Bows Hoffman, my book I read uh, last yeah, year. Yeah. Kind of a similar type family of witches. So I thought it was, like, it was not bad. Like, it was definitely wasn't, it was, like, it was solid. Yes. But it wasn't like, oh, my goodness, I have to watch this. Yes. But sure. I did appreciate her her library stuff. Mm-hmm. And the final movie that we watched, number 10 on the list, was The Music Man. Oh, what can I do, my dear, to catch your ear? I love you madly, madly, Madam Librarian, Marion. Heaven help us if the library caught on fire and the volunteer host brigade men had to whisper the news to Marion. Most of people probably already know about The Music Man. It's a musical that's about this con man who comes yes. to River City trying to sell instruments and Marion, the librarian, <laughs> she figures him out, but then yeah. they fall in love. Yes. We watched the 1962 62 version yeah. of it on TV. Which I think is the original. Well, it was on Broadway and then mm, it got okay. a movie of it, kind of like Sound of Music. Yeah. I actually went to see it in Stratford last year. So I was like, oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see, to see the movie, to kind yes. of like, that where the inspiration came from. The librarian of this movie is Marion. And what did you think of Marion? Because this was your first experience yes, so with Music Man. Yes, it was my first Man. experience with Music Man. I liked her. I thought she was, like, very level-headed, very, like, um, definitely, she was very smart, very, mm-hmm. 
like independent. Um, I liked her as a character. I really liked her whole struggle about like the song she has about trying to figure out like the one. Mm. What did she? What's that go? It's something about the star. Oh, it was like right. my, all my somebody, my somebody or something. Yeah. I thought that was really nice. Mm-hmm. But it actually showed kind of her struggle and her loneliness. Yes. I really liked it. I found that very endearing. Yes, I did too. And also the person who played her in the film just had a really lovely voice. Yes, she really did. So that made everything sound really good. Mm-hmm. But So I liked that about her, that she had that kind of depth to her. Yeah. And... I also kind of like when they do the Marion Librarian song. Yeah, me too. At first, she's like, shh, and like classic librarian. Yeah. And then she kind of gets into it and dances around and lightens up. Mm-hmm. I think for a musical, it was a pretty I solid actually, character. I actually like, think it's probably one of my favorite musicals. Oh, really? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought the music was really fun, and I liked like they're like the playing with the different beats and the different like... When they mix the songs together and yeah, did them over each other. like that, but it's just like... I just haven't heard a lot of, like, music like that, where it was very much, like, just, like, the movement along uh-huh. with it. It was a little bit more of, like, an athletic yeah. dancing numbers versus... Oh, yeah, a lot of dancing in that one. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun, and it was... What did you think of the presence of Marion? She's the main character. She's the main character. And... They, they are in the library yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I think that's her whole role, is that she's the librarian. Yes. So... The other thing I liked about it, too, was that she's the librarian, and she's the one that everyone knows is going to figure it out. Yeah. Like, when he's talking to his friend who knows he's a con man, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, watch out for her, her, because she'll find out. Yeah. So I liked that that was her role. That everyone saw her as, uh, like, the keeper of knowledge, or, like, the mm-hmm. person who could assess knowledge, like, discerning. Yeah. So the presence was good. And, like, overall enjoyment, like you said, it was great. It was great. That I was, was actually thinking, I wouldn't mind having a copy of that DVD. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, I like this. I, w- I would watch that again. I think it was really fun. It was very fun. It was, like, musically, and, like, you could tell the sets were, like, sets. sets. But it was still so fun. Like, the music is so great. Mm-hmm. I love the barbershop quartet. I know you do. <laughs> I love men's voices singing together like that. I think it's so great. It was really solid. Really enjoyed it. Although I will say, like, the one thing is sometimes with the con men thing, it felt a little, like, oh, yeah, yeah. creepy. Not creepy, but just skeevy. Mm-hmm. And I know that's the, kind of the point, but I when I feel like in the Stratford production, they did a much better job of him admitting that he was wrong. Mm. And, like, because you kind of get that when they're on the footbridge. Yeah, but a lot of it is more like, oh, he just didn't, he just gets away with it. Yeah, but in the Stratford production, they put more of an emphasis on him admitting that he was wrong to Marianne. So I feel like that could have been a little thing. But that's, you know, it is what it is. It's a musical. Yeah. So those are all ten of the movies we watched, Mm -hmm. plus the weird documentary. (laughs) So we're going to go on to rank them. Yes. Going our reading break in this episode in favor of not making it a million hours long. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to get right into our ranking of the librarians in the film. So it's not a ranking of how much we enjoyed the film, although yeah. I'm sure that will play into it a little bit. It's a ranking of the librarians. Yes. We have little pieces of paper here with all the names on it. Okay. So what do you think? Which one did we like? Let's just, okay, Page Master, where do you think that is? 
I feel like that's probably going to be more middle. To okay, end. so we'll put Page Master in the middle. Desk set, I think, is near the top for near me. Near the very top, for sure. And, okay, Buffy. I feel like Buffy is middle, but do we think it's better or worse than Page Master? I feel like like the librarian has a bigger role in Buffy, so that I think that bumps it up a little. Okay. Because, like, just from what I saw, I kind of liked the librarian and Page Master better, but you've seen more of it and you think I just deserves think... to be higher. Yeah. Okay. So, Party Girl. I feel like that should go near the top. I feel like that should go near the top. Not as good as Desk no, Set, not though. not as good as Desk Set. Okay, The Mummy. I think this needs to go near the bottom. Yeah, I agree. Didn't like that as much. Parks and Rec. Yeah, I feel like that can go... I think that can go near the bottom. Um, but but I... not as low as The Mummy. I was going to say, I think it's better than The Mummy. <laughs> Witches of East End. Yeah, I feel like that's above Parks and Rec. But do you think it's better than Page Master? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay, Music Man, Marion the Librarian. That goes. Do you think that's above Party Girl or below? That's hard because they both have like different, totally different characters, right? Yeah, but they both have heavily feature librarians. I know, but I kind of feel like Party Girl is more focused on like they do more of the technical stuff in Party that's Girl. True, that's true. So let's put her so let's below. put her below Party Girl. Okay, the librarians. Uh... I feel like this should go near the mummy somewhere. What do you think? Yeah. Okay, but do you think it's better or worse than The Mummy? I don't know. I kind of feel like... Uh, what do you think? Do you think it's... I think The Mummy, though, is worse than The Librarian. I think it is, too. <laughs> okay, Matilda is our last one. So, <sighs> Matilda was Matilda. good, but it was it's good. so minor, right? So, I feel like it probably should go somewhere around where Parks and Rec is. Do you think it's better than Parks and Rec? I honestly didn't love Tammy, too. Yeah, so I feel like it should go about... Okay. Oh, that took me. That took us a lot quicker than I thought it would. (laughs) So I guess we had it already made up in our minds more than I thought. Well, we're very. Well, we kind of were thinking about it. We actually tried really hard not to talk about them after we watched them. Very hard. It's hard not to be like, "What was that?" Or like, "That was so great." Yeah. We're saving it for the podcast. Okay, Shana, do you want to read off from ten to one? Okay, so ten. Being the worst, one being the best. Ten being the worst, one being the best. In our not-so-humble opinion. <laughs> right. So both of us agree that the worst was probably the mummy. Yeah, Evelyn and the mummy. Sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. The next up. Number nine. Number nine. The librarians. Yeah. I wanted that to be great. Me too. But it just wasn't. Yeah, I feel like it just. Just watch, watch Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, the next one that we picked was Tammy 2. From, Number 8. From Parks and Rec. Yeah, I feel like... She just wasn't very likable. Yeah, and she's a character that's not supposed to be likable. Yeah. So, and she had a small role in the show. She was refreshing, like, the way they portrayed her. Yeah. But... Mm, she was only featured in a couple episodes. Solid number 8. Solid number 8. Uh, the next one... Number picked, 7. Which, this was tricky for us. Matilda, I didn't know where to put that. Yeah, because we think that it's, like, like the movie itself like deserves to be much higher on the list where we ended up putting it but because yeah. we're judging this list based, based on librarians based on the librarians and the librarian really only had she was like, there for scene. like five minutes yeah based on that we're gonna put her at seven, seven. yep yeah at seven so right, matilda seven. librarian rang it at seven all right and number six and we're getting to the middle <laughs> middle of the pack middle of the pack we picked Ingrid Bouchamp from Witches of East End. I thought Ingrid was good. Ingrid was good. 
Yeah. So she was solid, like, likable. Probably the most likable on the show. Yeah. Maybe the mother was equally likable. Yes, I agree. Um, and there was library scenes, and she's a main character. Yeah. So, so I thought that was good. I thought that was good. All right. Number five, we're going to put the page master. So Mr. Dewey from the page master. Yeah, he was he was good. Yeah, he was good. He didn't have a huge role in the movie. Um, but I but feel like the movie the, did take place in the library. Yeah, the library setting kind of made up for that. Yeah. And now we're getting kind of to our top, the top of the pack. The top four. Yeah. So what so was next, number four? Uh, we have Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think that he is a good life librarian like he's a main character a lot of the show takes place in the school library where he and they do actually do research where they go through and they read books and mm-hmm. like stuff like that so because of that he's number four. four and i feel like i just kind of trusted shana because i liked him from the pilot but we didn't get a whole lot of him yet but yes i trust shana's opinion on the rest of the show <laughs> <laughs> all right number three we have marion the librarian from the music man mm, so good it was so good so wholesome. Yeah. Except for the con man stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but even the con man stuff wasn't pretty too bad. pretty gentle. <laughs> it wasn't like he was robbing old ladies of their fortune. And they actually got the stuff they ordered, so I'm like, well, is it that bad? <laughs> um yeah, so we both thought that Music she Man was good. Yeah. And Marion was an interesting character. Yes. She for a musical, character. it was pretty pretty developed. Mm-hmm. Alright, the next number two. We have Mary and Judy from Party Girl. Party Girl. We both thought this was... This was a weird movie. It was weird, but... The library stuff was good. was so good and so very, like, accurate and very, like, the technical stuff involved with it was... It was good. They paid attention to it. Yeah. And, like, who doesn't like a redemption? Exactly. And our top... Drum roll. Drum roll. Number one is... Bunny Watson from Desk Set. Woo-hoo! Shocking. I know. That movie was so good. It was great. But Catherine Hepburn is just so great. I want to watch more of her stuff. Mm. We did watch Tiff- Requisite Tiffany's. Yeah, but Desk Set was so good. Yes, it was. It was just, it just had a lot, a lot of good stuff. It was interesting. The plot was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, the Christmas scene was kind of interesting. Yeah, and- it was very, like... It was funny. It was funny, and it was, like, relevant, even though it was made in the 60s. It was, like, everything you want an old movie to be. Yeah. You know, like, it had great fashion, and it was still, like, nostalgic, but it yeah. wasn't, like, it wasn't corny, like old movies sometimes are. Mm-hmm. And it definitely, like, proved that, like, even though libraries are always evolving, mm-hmm. they still are. Yeah. It was just, it was a satisfying movie to watch, yes. and I wrote in my notes for this movie... It was strangely modern. Yeah. It felt very modern. For sure. So. So. So that's our, our big ranking of our librarians in film and TV. Mm-hmm. So just for for clarity, let me give you the rankings one more time from 1 to 10. So we have Desk Set, Party Girl, Music Man, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Page Master, Witches of East End, Matilda, Parks and Rec, The Librarians, and our last one was the, the mommy. mommy and you know we had a good time watching these it was very fun although and we do want to say we do know that there is a movie called the public oh yes oh yeah i forgot i'm glad you mentioned that <laughs> so we didn't <laughs> well okay so here's the story i saw that movie in theaters i was gonna go with you she was gonna come with me and then she broke her ankle 
And I saw it at the movie theater with all the stairs. So <laughs> she couldn't come. And it was also really good. Like, honorable mention, the yes. public. It was very... I mean, it's a movie, so of course things are kind of idealized. But it was, like, the most accurate. And, yeah. and also, it's the recent public library movie. So maybe when that movie comes out on DVD, we'll spend an episode getting into that. Yeah. But we do want to give it an honorable mention here. Because it was it was quite good. And I, I'm excited for you to see it, Shana, and see what yes, you think of it. Yes, I'm excited for it, too. So look forward to an episode... On the public. Of course, we didn't watch every movie and every TV show that no. features librarians. There's so many out there. But we did enjoy our little foray into yes, it. Yes, it was fun. And if you've watched any of these movies or have any suggestions that we have to watch, do let us know. You could tweet us on Twitter, at LibraryLifePod. Follow us on Instagram, at LibraryLifePod. And our email is <laughs> LibraryLifePodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed listening to the movie review. Mm-hmm. This concludes episode 9 of Library Life. May the good books be long and the bad books be short. Until next time. Bye.